You're listening to an episode of Tommy's Wild Shots with your host, Thomas Wild. Well, hello there, everybody. Welcome to Tommy's Wild Shots, where the takes are almost as wild as that Michael Bunting elbow to Eric Cernak in the last Toronto Maple Leafs game. And welcome, one and all, to a new segment that I'm calling Playoff Brawl. guys get the reference there you are awesome and are definitely a nerd like me anyway so we are one game in for every single series in the nhl right now in the playoffs so 16 teams have entered um a few are winners eight of them and a few all of them and there are eight losers as well so that's how math works so we're going to be going over each and every game just kind of briefly giving my quick thoughts on it and um yeah, so first game up on Monday was the Carolina Hurricanes taking on the New York Islanders. The Hurricanes being the second highest rated seed in the East, taking on the number one wild card in the New York Islanders. And so this game is pretty simple. Uh, Sebastian Ajo got a power play goal as well as Stefan Nozen. Uh, Burns having assist. Burns and Nikas having an assist on both of those goals. So good playing from the two power play players as well. Uh, Ryan Pollock got an unassisted goal uh, pretty early on in the second, and then nothing else. Both goaltenders had an excellent game to finish that one out. Uh, just good play. Uh, 26 shots on goals for the Islanders, 37 for the Hurricanes. Uh, the Hurricanes just kind of won in all the categories. Two power play goals, as we mentioned. Uh, the Islanders did have a few more hits, a few more blocks, but um, better goaltending. Ilya Sorokin did play quite well. He had 35 saves on 37 shots. Then uh, in between the night, Pipes, Antti Ranta, that was the question mark of the day, but he had a good start, 25 out of 26. So a good game there for the Hurricanes. Not the most flashy win, but a solid one to be sure. And so now I'm just going to be going over, um, I know you guys won't believe me, but I did make a brief bracket. I didn't post it anywhere because it's complete and utter chicken scratch. But I do have a bracket that I did before the game all started up. And so looking at that Carolina series, I had the Hurricanes winning in six games. I think that's a pretty good, um, you know, guess there for the Hurricanes. Simply put, uh, the Islanders have one of the best goaltenders in the league, if not the best goaltender, Ilya Sorokin. He will start pretty much every game unless he gets injured. I don't think Varlamov will need to make an appearance. But simply put, the reason the Islanders aren't going to be making big waves is because there's not really anybody great to... uh, you know, take on the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. You've got Bo Horvat's been decent, but Anders Lee on that top line is not your, you know, favorite. He's a bit of a more bulky player who kind of is rough and tough. Barzell's, of course, good. Pierre Engvall, Brock Nelson, Kyle Palmieri, like, you know, there's nothing... Zach Prise is decent, but he's getting old. Kyle Clutterbuck, like, there's not really a big scorer on this team anymore. The other Sebastian Hollows on the Islanders, though, um, Adam Pellick, Ryan Pollock, like, they've got good players, but just, you know, they don't have that star power, and I think the Hurricanes are a team that can play really good defense and also be able to take on the Islanders in and be able to get pucks past that absolute wall in Ilya Sorokin. Sebastian Alho, Tivo Teravine, and Seth Jarvis, they're doing really great right now. Stefan Nozen was, of course, on the line, was a big one there. Yes, Barry Cocktiani is, of course, um, Having his chances, uh, we're currently the lineup does not have Jesse Pugliarvi in, which is unfortunate, but Pugliarvi hasn't really proven that he needs to be out there. That top power play unit, Nozen, Aho, Jarvis, Burns, and Nikas being excellent 
to start off. And then, of course, Kakiemi, Drury, Teravine, and Ghost. The one problem with the Carolina Hurricanes is that they are probably not going to get... Uh, Pacioretty's listed as day-to-day, but he's not guaranteed to come in here. Andre Case is on IR, as well as Shnechtikov. He is out, and so... He is also an IR, and Patretti is also on IR. I was just reading that wrong. So Gardner's not coming in, but I don't think he was part of the plan. Anyway, for the for the Hurricanes, they've kind of collected up the uh, goalies of Toronto's past. Uh, Islanders, like I said, I just, you know, it's tough. I think they will be able to steal a game or two, especially at home, with the help of Ilya Sorokin, but they just don't really... I don't think they have that power that can help them get over the top there to the scoring to make it happen so now we'll go into the second game of monday that it was against with the florida panthers and the boston bruins the boston bruins of course are president trophy winners and they played quite well three goals on that game david past pasternak brad marchand and jake depressed with the goals bertuzzi and bertuzzi having assists on two of those mcavoy and Orlov on the marchand goal zaka on one of those goals on the depressed goal and kreitchi helping out pasternak that line's been working exceptionally well. Tuchuk unassisted, tried to make something happen for the Panthers, but you know, they're just... It's another thing where you've got an absolute... An absolute, and I'm saying this in the nicest way possible, an absolute wagon right now for the Bruins, even without some of their key players. We don't um, currently out with um, day-to-day with a sickness right now. The only one to be out... Patrice Bergeron, Ulmark, and a few others had been listed as possibly not feeling good with this sickness that is going around the Boston Bruins right now. But Pavel Zaka made his appearance well there on the top line. DeBrusque helping out as well. Marchand, Bertuzzi, Krejci, and Pasternak. That's been an elite second line as well. Uh, they've got great depth. Taylor Hall, Tariq Coyle, Trent Frederick, Nick Felino, Thomas Nozick, and Garnet Hathaway. Those are tough guys. And Taylor Hall is, of course, on number one round pick previously for the Edmonton Oilers. I don't hate that he's doing well in Boston at all, no. Dimitri Orlov, Charlie McAvoy, probably the be- one of the best top defensive pairings in the league. Hampus Lindholm is also just awesome, an amazing player. Brando Carlo, Der- Derek Forbauer, and Connor Clifton finishing out that lineup. Panthers have all those little things that were good about them. Carter Verhage has turned into an absolute stud this year. Alexander Barkov, of course, is still pretty good. Anthony Duclair returning from injury. He's been out for a long, long time. Sam Bennett. You, I don't know this one. Ido Luo Strainen, he's a good player as well. Chuck, of course, making his presence known. Sam Reinhart, Anton Lindell, Ryan Lundberg, Nick Cousins, and Eric Stahl. Colin White uh, to finish out that lineup. Ekblad and Forsling. You know, they've got all those things, but they, they lost some big players there in the thing. Um, Alex Leon, I think, got the start last yesterday. Bob's just been struggling, and I think that's going to be the main problem. Boston is a wagon, and I don't think Florida can beat can, can beat them in any part. They're not better offensively. They're not better defensively. I have that in five games. I think Florida can put the pieces together to maybe get one game at home. It's a tough road trip for the Bruins down south, but... um. I think I just have I have the Bruins getting her done there and making it to the end. Okay, now for our third game in on Monday, starting off. Uh, it started before the last game of the night, but it ended afterwards. Uh, the Minnesota Wild, Wild and the Dallas Stars, a 3-2 game. Um, Minnesota came out with the first goal, then Dallas came back with two goals with Ropey Hintz and Jason Robertson. Kirill Kaprizov, of course, being the number one scorer there for the 
for the Wild coming back. That's great for him. And Sam Steele tying it up late in the second period there. No goals in the third, so it kept on. There was no goals for 40 minutes as one OT would not solve it. Second OT, though, Ryan Hartman getting the goal to put this Wild over top of the Stars. I had this game as a six-game series. And I think that's probably still decently likely if either the Wild or the Stars get rolling, especially especially with Pavelski getting injured in that game or he's been injured for a bit. With that being said, though, the Wild are good. You know, they got Matt Zuccarello, Kirill Kaprizov, Ryan Hartman, Marcus Johansson, Frederick Grudo. They've got good players. Gustav Nyquist is a good player I really like. Ryan Reeves on that bottom line. Uh, Jared Spurgeon and Jacob Middleton, great players. Dumba is, of course been a playoff performer in the past they're a tough tough team and of course they're always going to have a chance Philip gustavin has been playing good as well as Marc-Andre Fleury however Joel Erickson-Eck is out as well as John Klingberg and Mason Shaw's on the IR so he will not be likely returning Erickson-Eck and Klingberg could come back later though possibly but good start for the wild if they can play that rough and tough game and uh beat the Stars, that's good. I still have the Stars winning this one. Ropey Hints, Jason Robertson, Tyler Sagan, that's an elite top line. Ben, Aya Johnson, and Evgeny Dodonov is great there. Marchment, Max Domi, Ty Dellardana, just some good depth there on that third line. And I saw a little the fourth line here with get Lending, Fas, Fasca, Faxa, sorry, and Kivaranta. The defensive pairings are nice. Ryan Suter, um, a pre- little bit of a revenge game from there against the Wild. Miro Heiskinen, excellent, excellent player. Essa Lindell, Yanni Hakapana, Hakapan, Hakapa, there we go. Thomas Harley and Colin Miller, good plays there. And of course, the the Stars, key to success in the last game's playoffs, and just good, good play is Jake Ottinger. And I think that's main the main point. Also, just better star power and a little bit more playoff experience. We'll get the stars the win though they didn't get the win in the first game and finally our last game on the monday slate was the edmonton oilers taking on the la kings the oilers looked like the best team in that first period scoring two goals an absolute great goal there from leon dreisaitl from matthias yanmark evan bouchard with an absolute laser of a power of a goal and just the power play ex- expired there from ryan nugent hopkins and Oh, it was a power play goal. Never mind. I didn't see the little part there. Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Zach Hyman. No goals in the second period. And then the third period, the Kings became came alive. Agent Kempe started early in the third. Drysaddle got another one to make it a two-goal lead once again. Kempe got back on the board. Anze Kop- Anje, sorry, Koptar getting one late, late on the power play. Six on four there. They had the empty net uh, with only 16 seconds remaining in the game. And then Alex Iafalo, 9-19 into OT. It's hard when you get that um, downtrodden. Uh, this, simply put, the Kings were able to shut down Connor McDavid. You're not going to do that every day. And uh, I have this game also going to six games. It's just, I've talked about the Oilers a lot. Connor, Ryan, R&H, and Zach Hyman, that's a great top line. Kane, Dreisaitl, Yamo on the second line. And I will have to mention, Yamo looked really good on the penalty kill for a while. He was dropping legs there, making some good p- plays throughout. And so... Um, He's currently not listed on the penalty kill, but uh, he'll definitely he was good, and I think he he deserves some chances there. Uh, Skinner did decent enough, you know. It's not the best game ever, but a good game there for the Oilers, for sure. Um, you know, you want that win, but I think they have they they put themselves in a way to have a chance for sure, and um, 
that's just kind of you know however i say i don't i don't you know the kings don't have that power but they still are a really good team Andre is kopitar is just an outstanding player he uh, he's been on some playoff teams that have gone and won the cup, so he's great. Quinn Byfield's a real messy player that just gets gets in players' ways and gets them all riled up. Adrian Kempe had a great game. Victor Arvidsson, Philip Deneau, Trevor Moore. They're a really good defensive team that can also put the puck in the net. They're better, I think, than Minnesota that way. And of course, Drew Doughty, Mikey Anderson, Vladislav Gavrikov has been playing good. Matt Roy, Alexander Edler, Sean Jersey on the bottom there. Uh, Jonas Corposalo played pretty darn good as well with Phoenix Copley. Kevin Fiala is day-to-day, so he I don't know if he's supposed to return before the end of the series, but good games there from the Kings. I, again, have the Oilers winning in six there. I think that's the kind of right play. I don't know what's going to happen again tonight, but hopefully the Oilers can get it done. So that will do it for the Monday slate of games. Let's go now to the Tuesday slate of games, starting off with the Rangers versus the Devils. The Rangers, uh, in my opinion, definitely did what they needed to do. Uh, Vladimir Tarasenko, Chris Kreider, Ryan Lindgren, Chris Kreider again, and Philip Chittle, I think is how you pronounce his name, getting the final, getting a good goal there. Only Jack Hughes got on the board unassisted. Uh, this seems to be a little bit of a running trend with only one goal games from a team. You know, the Devils played right. Fox got four assists in that game. Just a good, good game by the Rangers. There's no questions asked. I forget who I had winning this round. Let's see here. I had this one going to seven, and I think that's a fair assessment. Of course, the Devils' main weakness will be that they don't have as good of defense goaltenders. Vincent Vintek Vanacek is a solid one, as well as Mackenzie Blackwood has shown his strength as well. Timo Meyer is listed day to day, which is a bit of a worry for sure. But uh, this is a, an elite team. Nico Hischer, Dawson Mercer, Thomas Tatar, Andre Pilat, Jack Hughes, Jesper Bat, Timo Meyer, Eric Holland. Like that, that depth is insane. Great top three lines there with Eric Holland. Timo Meyer on your third line. That's something you really like in Jesper Bokovist. Bokovist also doing great things there on that bottom line. And oh, I love the D pairings here. Dougie Hamilton. Man, I love so much. Ryan Graves, Kevin Ball on the third line as well. Damon Saverson, John Marino, and Jonas Siegenthaler. Siegenthaler has one of the coolest names ever, and he's a damn good player. I like Siegenthaler a lot. I think I have I have the Rangers winning this, but I, I like the Devils, you know, quite a bit. And it's going to be a tough, tough game between those two. Um, Chris Kreider puts the puck in the net no matter what. Miki Zibanejad, great, great player. Patrick Kane a playoff legend he made his his name well known in those um chicago playoff games artemi panarin insane great player Vinny trocek vladimir tarasenko alexi relafrenier you know he's a top top pick so is kapokaku but them being on that third line they can make some good things happen and then on that fourth line barkley goodrow he's a tough tough guy and a good player as well adam fox ryan lindgren jacob truba J- Keandre Miller, Braden Schneider, and Nico Mikola on that third line of defensive pairings. Uh, they've been playing good as well, and of course the piece of resistance for the New York Rangers, Igor Shesterkin, that's why they're going to be going deep for me in the playoffs here, at least into that second round. My personal favorite game of the night. <laughs> uh, 
we're gonna keep laughing now. <laughs> anyway, sorry, sorry, Leafs fans. <laughs> Seven three against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, I'll put it this way: Tampa Bay showed that they, uh, you know, started off three goals in the first period, and unlike the Oilers, they just kept the freaking foot on the throat and did not let the the Meat Leafs think for a second they were winning this game. Pierre Edouard Belmar with the first goal, then Anthony Sorelli, then Nikita Kucherov. Ryan O'Reilly got on the board for the Leafs mid, just before the midway point of the second, as well as William Nylander. Two power play goals from that team. But then Tampa came right back. Three power play goals for the Lightning. Braden Point with three with a power play goal. Corey Perry, Braden Point again with his second of the night. And Ross Colton. Kalyan Crook scored late in the third, but that was essentially garbage time by that point as the Leafs tried out a new goaltender in the late point of that game. Uh, you know, jo- Joseph Wall saved four of his five. Ilya Samsonov, a pretty, pretty un- or pardon me, that's not expected saves. Save shots, he had four or five anyway. And then for Ilya Samsonov, a pretty unimpressive 23 saves on 29 shots. Not something you're looking for. You know, Sheldon Keefe not having his best days of the thing, of the game here. Um, Tam, Toronto's in tough. I have them losing in seven games. That's just the stereotype. But, you know, Tampa showed that they are easily the better team right now. Toronto has always lacked that killer instinct. That's my main gripe with them throughout and why I've never really trusted them. This core, I like these guys. I like I like William Nylander. I like Matt, Austin Matthews. I like, I like Marner. They're good players, but... They don't have that killer instinct. Tampa has that killer instinct. Kucherov, Sorelli, Hagel, Ryan O'Reilly, or not Ryan O'Reilly. <laughs> he was on the he was on the on the St. Louis Blues. Braden Point, of course. Corey Perry. That's a darn good killer instinct player right there. Braden Point getting two goals. Like you know, that's just what you need to see. The Lightning are an impressive, impressive group. You know, we didn't even see. You know, no Stamkos wasn't on the point sheet that much, but Brandon Hangle played great. Played great. No Alex Kalorn either on the sheet as well. Nick Paul, Ross Colton, and then that bottom line, just an elite, elite bottom line that is going to win you playoff games. Corey Perry, Pierre Edouard Belmar, and Patrick Maroon. Gosh, I wish he was still an Oiler. Defensive pairings. Uh, no Victor Hedman last night as well. He is in the lineup currently, uh, according to Daily Faceoff. Nicholas Perveau, Mikhail Sergachev, Darren Radish, awesome name, Ian Cole, and Eric Cernak. Uh, Eric Cernak did get hit hard. He did not return, but it looks like he might get to return. The only day-to-day right now is Tanner Janot. Tanner Janot is a great player. And the main other thing that's going to make the Lightning a threat, no matter what, is Andre Vasilevsky. But I will mention one thing. Their old backstop, and who had some issues in the past, Brian Elliott is the backup. And, you know, he's been okay when he's been needed, but yeah, he's not going to start a game unless Andre Vasilevsky gets injured. So, Lightning I don't, Lightning I like in seven games there, and I think that's a pretty obvious one. Okay, and so now the late night of the Tuesday bit, the Winnipeg Jets taking on the Vegas Golden Knights. This one was interesting because here's the thing. I could see the bottom, because the Rangers and the and the uh, Lightning were the bottom seed of those respective games, but, you know, the, the Jets were definitely the bottom seeds and not the favorites in that series. 
you know, they just showed up. Kyle Connor, Pierre-Luc Dubois, Blake Wheeler, Adam Lowry, and then these late goals by Adam Lowry. Adam Lowry getting two. Um, Adam Lowry got the empty netter there at 18.39, and then Adam Lowry from Niederreiter and Namstnikov with a power play goal late there. Um, you know, that's just not what you want to see from the Knights. The Knights' main problem right now is that they do not have, um, you know, a healthy crew right now in in net. They've had goalie issues since before the series even started. They started Laurent Brassois. He played okay, you know. Uh, Jonathan Quick, but no Logan Thompson's out. Uh, Aiden Hill's out. So, and of course, um, their old goalie, his name is escaping me. Um, but he's he's been long out. He's might not ever play again, and that's not, not gonna matter. So, I think I don't know if Persuas is going to get the start again for the for the Knights. I don't think that the Knights should be worried. However, I think I had the Knights winning in five, and I don't trust that. Nope, I don't trust that one bit. I think the Jets can make this a six-game series, if not make this into an interesting battle to end it all off. So let's see here. I'm thinking, so yeah, good game from the Jets. You know, that's how... Those guys playing good, PLD, Mark Shifley, Kyle Counter, Nino Reed, Nita Ryder, I really like him, and I really like that they picked him out, Adam Lowry, and of course, Justin Morrissey looked great last night, Dylan DeMello is also great, you know, Brandon Dillon, Neil Poink, Poinuk, they're good on that second D-line, and of course, the main, uh, Nikolai Ehlers is day-to-day, I think he had to leave the game, Connor Hellebuck, of course, the main stay at net for the Jets, David Riddick in the backup position there and so our final game of the night um and another little bit of a surprise 3-1 Kraken Evo Tolvanen with the with the first goal for the Kraken followed by Mika Ranton got on the board but that would be the last time the the Avalanche would get on the board you know Wenberg Alex Wenberg getting a goal and then an assist on the Morgan Geeky goal Later in the third, Schultz playing good. Schwartz, Alexiak getting assists on that. With all being said, the team I have I didn't I didn't like the Kraken going into that series, but they could show that they played. I gave them only a five. I also said Avs in five, but you know they're good. Jared McCann, Matthew Bernard, Jordan Everly, Jaden Schwartz, Alex Went- Alexander Wenberg, Morgan Geeky. Eli Tolvanen, Yanni Gord, Oliver Bergstrand, Brandon Tanev, Ryan Donato, Daniel Sprong, all good players, and then a defensive pairings. Really, really good. Vince Dunn and Adam Larson, good shut shutdown guys. Jamie Alexiak, Willem Borgen, great. Jamie Alexiak's a freaking monster. And then Carson Soucy and Justin Schultz, giving that good third-line support and you know two players that definitely know how to move the puck. Just a solid team. Uh, Grubauer looked good last night. Martin Grubauer and Martin Jones, you know, both have their inconsistencies, but if they can show up, they are good. Um, they are losing quite a... They are um, not going to probably get the support of Chris Dreiger, Jonas Donskoy, Andre Burakovsky. Berkow- John Hayden is listed as out, so I don't know if he will be returning. But, you know, Kraken are going to make it interesting for sure. You can't be the Avalanche, though, but the Avalanche have one major issue. They've got some injuries. Landis Gog on the IR. He's probably not coming back. Andrew Cogliano is day-to-day, and Jack Johnson is day-to-day. Alexander Gorgiev just didn't have that great of a game last night. 
So, you know, you're looking for some better games here. Uh, but, you know, McKinnon, Rantanen, Rodriguez, Lekkinen, Comfer, Valerie Nichushkin. That's a tough name, but he's a damn good player. Lars Eller in the middle there. Alex Newhook. Like, just good plays. And then probably the best defensive crew in the league. Um, Devin Taves, Kale McCarr, Samuel Gerrard, Bowen Byram, jo- Jack Johnson, and Josh Manson. Jack Johnson, though, is does have a game-time decision there under him, so we will see if he plays tomorrow night on Thursday. But that's um, kind of the setup there. Going down later, I still have it listed as Stars and Canes in the end and the Canes winning it, but, you know, the Canes definitely looked good, but, you know, the Bruins are really a really strong team as well, so that's a tough one. Um... Going into the particulars, though, I think, you know, looking at the teams that just, you know, didn't get it done, um, looking at tonight's slate, we've got Islanders, Hurricanes starting up at 7 p.m. Eastern time, so that's a little earlier here in the West at 5, uh, Bruins-Panthers, the early game once again, uh, the second game, Wild Stars, the third game once again, and Oilers-Kings, the late game once again. Um, you know, you're just looking for the teams that didn't get it done in those four, uh, Islanders just need Sorokin to play really good and they need Ryan Pull. like Ryan Pullock only got one point, Ryan Pullock leads the, the team with points, goals, and, you know, zero assists, like Pullock was the only guy who got on the board last night, you know, so you need better from that, same with the Panthers, you need better than just to chuck, uh, you know, the Wild and Stars and the Oilers and the Kings, that's a tightly matched game, um, if it's another tightly matched game, both those series will go to seven. I will say that right now. Like, if it's another 4-3, especially they go to the overtime again, it's going to be a fun, tough series between those two teams. However, if one of those teams breaks out and has a game like the Pip Bruins did against the Panthers or the Lightning had against the Leafs, then they will break out. Looking at the Thursday slate, Maple Leafs need to bounce back. There's no question back about that. If the Maple Leafs have as bad of a game as they did at home against the Lightning round one there, they might as well cook their goose. I'd say that I'd take it down. Even if they lose game two, I'd take down. If the Lightning are able to win two games at home and then go back home, I'd say Maple Leafs are down to a six-game a six game series. They might be able to steal one on in that next slate, but like if the Lightning go up 2 nothing and then get to go back home, that's tough. That's tough. I don't. I don't like. Like I. Like I said. I'll take them down from a seven game to a six game series, and if they get another win there, and like, that's just tough. I really have a hard time seeing it. Uh, Devils need to bounce back too, but they're not in as big of a problem. You know, like seven three. Like that was just embarrassing. Like, and the fans hated it. They booed him off the ice that first period. Like, so Devils need to bounce back too, though. Like you can't. You can't only score one goal with that good of an offense. I know you've got an insanely good goaltender back there in Shesterkin, but Devils need to make it happen for sure to get back in that series. Um, Avalanche just need to show that they're the better team. They are on the team on paper. They are the better team. They've got a much more consistent goaltender, um, much more better defense, at least offensively, and eh, maybe not depth wise. And they're but they're definitely better offensively. So Avalanche just need to show that that and make that game theirs. And the Knights just need to bounce back too. You know they're a much better offensively offensive team, but uh, the Jets have a better goaltender. There's no question about that. There's not currently in the Knights system healthy a better goaltender. I'd say probably in the West there might not be a better goaltender than Connor Hellebuck, and that is why the Jets are going to be a pain in the earth 
The Jets also are on a revenge tour, and I really like the Jets now. I'm going to say that's a 6-7 game series now. I still think the Knights win it, but the Jets are going to make it hell for the Knights, especially if they're able to get another win tonight at home on the road. So those are my thoughts about the playoff brawl that is taking place right now. I will be back um, on Friday night before that slate of games where where we will have our game three set up and i'll go over the game twos hopefully and if not we'll kind of figure it out after that but yeah that is the playoff brawl right now there's a lot of teams while some teams may look like they're down and out i still think that none of these series are going to be a sweep i'm going to make that bet now no sweeps in the first round of the playoffs this this year right now things can change though there's um there might be some three stocks coming. But that has been Tommy's Wild Shots. Thank you all so much for listening. And have yourself a wonderful time. And make sure to get out and watch some playoff hockey.